Hey, how are we doing, guys? This is uh, Vincent Fasese. Um, this is Real Time Real Estate with Vin Fasese. And uh, we're uh, live. This is actually our first <laughs> radio show. We've been doing live stuff with the Fasese group for two years. Seamus and I actually kicked it off two years ago. Yeah. And like donuts. Yeah, so now we're at this spot where we're actually going to be doing a radio show, which we're going to try to be um, kind of have it live so you guys can see what we're doing. When, and uh, we're going to try to put this as a podcast. So. This is our very first show, so uh, if um, you know, yeah, yeah, it's our meeting Verge. <laughs> but most of us, most of you who will be watching this right now, Facebook Live, have seen us before. So, um, Lisa Hayford, hello, and Seamus Quirk, and um, so basically, what we're going to do is each week I'll be on the show. Lisa and Seamus will join us on some weeks. We're going to be here every Thursday from ten thirty to eleven. And um, the point of it is, is we're going to get co-host on here. We're going to try to talk to um, different kind of business owners, uh, people in the community, um, just try to really get a, you know, kind of feel for things. And it's going to be a little bit real estate related because um, that's our business, but um, we're not going to be plugging properties or anything like that. Um, yeah, maybe once in a while. Yeah, maybe once in a while. Big properties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, and, and, and in fact, I mean, yeah. to lead into that, um, we just, uh, I mean, I guess... If you see this in our eyes, we're a little tired. We had a big uh, grand opening launch for two subdivisions we had last night. And um, one is in West Newberry, Drake's Landing, and the other one is in Newburyport, which is Port Place. Um, two awesome developments. They're going to be really something. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was um, over at Vasa Restaurant in mm -hmm. Salisbury. She and did a great job. Yeah. A lot of people came, a lot of brokers, a lot of interested buyers. And how did you guys think that went? I thought it was a really good turnout. Lots of interest. There was interest leading up to it. And then I think it just kind of hyped and heightened the interest yeah. for sure. Yeah, I think it matched the uh, the anticipation Absolutely. going into it. So, yeah. it was so yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and for people who haven't been familiar with it, and again, if you followed us on any of our social media, you've probably seen something. Drake's Landing is uh, 30 condo units, 20 of them are detached. Um, and uh, these are all done by Cottage Advisors, who's developed other projects in the area. And um, Newburyport will be um, 38 single family homes. Um, they're all going to have open space, walking trails, and really, really kind of interesting. They really put out a great product, too. You know, you think of, like, uh, a baseline builder materials and things like that. They really take it to the next level to kind of offer a, a really awesome product. So. Yeah. Yeah, so we're excited. So And the ability to, like, really customize to your wants and needs for you and your family, which I think is huge, right. too. Yeah. Semi-custom. Yeah, semi-custom. <laughs> semi-custom. So, all right. Well, anyway, so... That's one part of it. Um, the other thing is I wanted to just, again, uh, every week when we have the guest co-hosts, it's about introducing you guys. So I know we already said Lisa and Seamus, but why don't you guys give us a little bit of your background, let people know who you are a little more. We have a half an hour to kill here, so. <laughs> um, so I'm Lisa Hayford. I'm on the Forsese Group team. I've been selling real estate, what, probably like six years now. Um, it's exciting. I'm, I'm, I mean, nothing crazy. I'm from Newburyport originally. I've lived there for the majority of my life. I have teenage sons who keep me exhausted and happy and everything else. Um, it's amazing that Lisa has teenage sons. By it the really way. is. I know. <laughs> I look so young. Um, that's really it. I just work hard every day and you know enjoy what I do and try to sell some houses. Try to sell a lot of houses. Yeah, yeah that's about it. <laughs> Seamus. Um, so I'm Seamus Quirk and uh, also a member of the Forsese Group here. Been selling real estate for about four and a half years now. And uh, come from a pretty diverse background. Yeah. I started out in uh, culinary school, worked in restaurants for 10 years, ran kitchens for a while, and uh, then actually got into building, uh, did custom cabinets and furniture for about four years, 
uh, before I kind of segued into real estate, something I'd always been interested in, so it just seemed kind of a natural order of progression for me to, when I, when I moved to the area, you know, I figured, hey, new start, get yeah. my license and give it a shot, so it was something I wanted to do, so. And all before 30. All before 30, <laughs> before 30. yeah. <laughs> Lived many lives. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. These guys are hustlers, you know, and they work hard, and, you know, as a, as a group of individuals, I think, you know, we work really hard for our, and, that, and that's the point of today's show, we wanted to focus on real estate and the spring market, and the reason I wanted to also bring Lisa Seamus on, because these guys are, have their boots on the ground. Um, they sell a lot of homes, but they work really hard for their clients. <clears throat> so what we're going to talk about today is we're going to give you guys some tips. Tips on the spring market, the real estate uh, market's booming again, what you guys say? It's here, yeah. And we're about to hit into April, and that's right into when things get a little crazy. Yeah. And um, so what we'll do is we'll talk about that. We're going to take like a quick commercial break, and when we get back, um, we'll kind of uh, discuss some of that. Sound good? Awesome. All right. Cool. Yeah. Growing Years Learning Center is located at 423 Howe Street in Methuen. We are conveniently situated between Route 213 and Route 97 in Haverhill. Celebrating 40 years, Growing Years accepts children ages 15 months through age 6. We are open from 6.30 in the morning to 5.30 and offer full and part-time openings. Growing Years is fully licensed through the Department of Early Childhood and Care, and all staff is teacher qualified. Registration is open for the summer and fall. Call today for a tour, 978-685-0975. Growing Years, a place where children can grow, love, and learn. Call us at 978-685-0975. Liberty Law and Title LLC, with offices located in historic downtown Newburyport and Boston's financial district, Liberty Law is one of the region's first truly concierge real estate law firms, closing commercial and residential real estate deals from New Hampshire to Nantucket. Liberty Law brings more than 20 years of coastal, historic, and strategic real estate expertise to every client, every deal, every time. For valuable information, strategic tools, and useful videos, visit Liberty Law today at LibertyLawMA.com. That's LibertyLawMA.com. All right, cool. We're back. So um, that was our first commercial break. Isn't that so Ever. exciting? That was <laughs> exciting, yeah. Um, ground. I was, yeah. was going to ask you if you were excited. I am. Your first it, commercial break. That was my first commercial break. That I, <laughs> did, I go, Lou, did I go well to Perfect. commercial? All right. Good segue. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Howard Stern on, you know, right. coming up. Yeah. Disciple. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, all right. So, like we said before the commercial break, what we wanted to talk about today, and the topic of the day is spring real estate market. Mm -hmm. So... I would say the last four years has been really insane. Mm -hmm. um, and, and what we're seeing is every year the values are climbing, climbing, climbing. We're still dealing with low inventory. And um, because of that, we're seeing these bidding wars. Mm -hmm. So it's really flipped from where it was five, six years ago as a straight buyer's market. Now it's really a strong seller's market. Right. And, and, and to that point, I think that's one of the biggest challenges we're seeing out there is the lack of inventory to it. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of sellers, the reason there's a lack of inventory, and I tell sellers this all the time, is because a lot of people don't want to sell until they know what they can buy. And when mm -hmm. they don't see anything to buy, right. they don't sell. Don't sell. Yeah. So it's this vicious circle. But so um, I guess I guess let me know what, what your experience has been so far this year, the last couple of years. And, um, you know, I, I kind of came up with a couple of questions that might help us along the way, too. But um, how do you think the spring market's going to compare to last year, basically? 
I feel like every year has gotten increasingly more difficult for buyers. I hate to yeah, say it. I, I, I do. Um, yeah. I think that even though the rates have ticked up a little bit, it's still super competitive and, and super affordable for people. Rent uh, is astronomical. So if you're an investor, you're really smart. And I think that it also hurt, it's hard for buyers to save and... But they want to get out of this rent, and it, again, like you said, Ben, it's a it's a vicious cycle. That you've got these sellers who've been in their house for fifty years, and I don't want to move and not have anywhere to go. But then they can't buy because they have a house to sell, and it is it's a lot of double edged swords. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's just it's just really hard to be a buyer right now. Yeah, you yeah. need a dedicated agent. <laughs> get a good agent yeah, that's for you. Yeah, that knows, knows the area. in and out, and you know. It, is going to be able to help craft a strong offer. Right. So, you, so you get creative with your offer. Yeah. So on, on top of that, so I guess keeping it in with working with buyers here. Um, so a buyer comes to you, hey, I want to, I want to get into this. What, what are the kind of things that I guess you guys sit down and talk? I'm like, how do you game plan with them? Because, and what I mean, I know what's the pitch for you guys to say the advantage of working with with a buyer's agent? Because I think that a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah, I think one of the first things you have to do is kind of put a, like you said, a good game plan together, kind of talk about your search criteria. What is it that you're trying to accomplish with this purchase? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, is it investment? Is it, you know, somewhere that you're going to be living? And um, really just kind of narrow your focus so you can, um, you know, find that find the right place for you. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing, too, is, is having an agent that knows the area. Um, the same offer that might work in Methuen might not work in Bradford and it definitely is not going to work in Newburyport. Right. So you have to just kind right. of know your markets. Um, mm -hmm. If you have people that are moving from out of the area, um, what neighborhoods are, are good for, you know, are we looking for, we want to be with this school system. And, and so I help, I think it helps narrow down and make your time, you know, worthwhile for everybody, mm -hmm. you know, including us. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that we've seen so many different, I don't even know, scenarios <laughs> that we can make, we try to make things work for everybody. Yeah. Sometimes you got to go through it and miss a few houses to, and to I, get how it works. Everybody's looking for a deal right now, too, and yeah. uh, it's so tough with there's multiple there's offer none. situations. Yes, yeah, spoiler <clears throat> alert, there's I hate no to deals. Say it, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it, but get comfortable paying over asking right. if you want to secure a property for yourself. So. Well, yeah. especially if it's just came in the market, I'm, I'm always tell people, listen, be prepared. If it's been on the market for a week or two, Less, you're be prepared to either pay asking or above. Right mm -hmm. now, oh, I can't see myself paying that above. I mean, well, the people said that last year, the year before, the year before, paid above, but now they're looking now at they it as a great deal. Right. Mm -hmm. So don't think of it like that, um, right. because that will always screw with you. mind. or you know, I always tell them, well, someone's asking, let's say five hundred thousand, but I don't want to offer five twenty. Well, what happens if they were offer asking five thirty? And you and you offered five twenty. You do right. feel like you're getting a better deal there. So it's again, it's it's getting that perspective that out of your mind and saying, all right, well, this is what works for me. This is where I'm comfortable with. Um, and you certainly, there's a lot of protections you can you can put in place for your buyer if you sure. want to put you know appraisal clauses. Um. Your, your offer is not going to get accepted, but that's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, I had a, a specific example last week. It's a first time buyer. She wasn't comfortable with paying full price, um, full price or even above. And I said, well, let's just see how this plays out. Let's put in what you're comfortable with. Because, you know, I knew with my experience that this is probably not going to work out. Right. Um, at the end of the day, the property had eight offers. And it went for significantly over asking. 
sometimes we have to learn those lessons. Yeah. Now she, right. when she sees something she likes and she wants it, she's willing to pay what she doesn't want it to lose It kind of makes it, it a little more real. Exactly. Nobody wants to miss out on that perfect And then you throw in an escalation closet you know. so that people feel protected. Yeah. Like that. You know, the thing, it's funny you say that because you're right. I think a lot of times you, myself, we all know a lot of times if an offer's not going to work. We know it's but, you, right. but you also don't want to be that, that you know, pessimist. Debbie Downer. Where, you know, hey, we can't put this in because it's not going to work. Well, you know, let them learn the lesson a few times and, you know, some maybe it will work. You know, your hopes is it will happen. Right. Um, but it's tough and it's tough to, to teach and understand you know, have people understand that, I think, until they actually walk through it. Um, there, was but, a, there was a house in Methuen the other day that I had somebody who was interested in, over 20 offers in on it. Yeah. No, that's crazy. So it's that kind of It's, it's that not type even of the spring yet, right really. No. There's still snow, snow early in people's spring. yards. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. technically, I guess it is spring. Technically. But. So those are some of the challenges for buyers, basically. We're dealing with low inventory, um, you know, how do we compete with other other mm -hmm. offers? We're writing personal letters. We're remo removing like contingencies. Uh, some contingencies, yep. and you know, it's I guess whatever you know, whatever someone's comfortable with as well. I mean, if they you know, you, you gotta still kind of let them know the pros and cons of that. But then there's a whole other aspect of it. So sellers, so sellers, you know, it, it seems like it's easy to sell in this market, but you know, what are those challenges? And again, you know, first is helping a seller understand where they're going to move to next. Sure. How do you get them to be a right. seller? And then um, you know. What's the benefits of shopping and you know selling in this market as well, or do you, you do you wait a little bit because maybe you want to see other stuff that comes up later on? And you know, a lot of seller uh, sellers now are concerned that they don't see anything, but maybe in two months they may see more options, but they may miss sure. out on better opportunities. I think it all depends on where you are in your life. If you're looking to downsize and you're not worried about young children and school systems and things like that. I, I've tried to, to tell my seller clients, like, let's look at this as an adventure. Go mm. go rent on the beach for two months. And, like, right. have an adventure. You know, um, I, I get it. Nobody wants to move multiple times, but go mm -hmm. rent a furnished property and enjoy this summer somewhere else that you've never lived before. Maybe you might fall in love with this spot until right. something. But at the end of the day, it makes you a better buyer. Um, you have no negotiating power with a home sale. I know. I agree. Literally yeah. not. They're not even going to talk to you. Well, that's why I said. You're going to go right to the bottom Even of the if your property is under agreement and maybe it's closing next week, the guy who doesn't have one is always going to win. I, I say to a lot of sellers, I said, listen, if someone came to you today and said, hey, I, I want to buy your house, but I, I have to sell my house. Well, we would say to them, all right, that's cool. Go go get your house sold and come back and talk to us. Sure. And I said, that that's going to but that's gonna be the case with you as well. You know, you're going <laughs> to. So you're right. Sell it. Sell your house. Don't Sell worry about it. it. And then eventually, you know, you can rent and, you know, you'll be in a better position to find something. And something that you may want to live into for the next 10, 15, 20 years and not feel like you have this tight window to or find it. settled. And right. because the other thing, too, with the home sale contingency, not only are you paying what they say, if they even accept your offer, um, you're paying over and above just to get them to even look at you and talk to you. So if you take that couple months to sell the house, you have more cash to put down. And now maybe you have a, a leg to stand on in terms of negotiating a lower price. At the end of the day, it, it's going to end up saving you a lot of money and heartache mm -hmm. and stress. And, and yeah, who wants to have uh, one moving truck go from one driveway to yeah. the other? <laughs> yeah. It's not that fun. So, all right. So let's go over some tips. So I want to start with, give me a couple tips for buyers. Give me some tips for sellers. Well, let's start with buyers. Agent. Okay. Buyer's agent. Okay, so that's your first step. <laughs> so what about like pre-approval or pre -approval. Let's, you know, what, what are the things that you think are going to put them in the best spot for when they make that yeah, offer? Get everything in order. Ducks um, in a row. Yeah, ducks in a row. Get that pre-approval. Uh, no one's going to consider it. And the way things are moving these days, uh, you know, you're, you're really in a, a better position with that pre-approval to be able to jump on something. Right. 
versus you so, know finding something that you like and then having to go through that process and risk losing it to somebody who's already got their ducks in a row. So you're sitting down with a buyer at a first meeting and you're, you're writing down all their needs and wants and things like that, mm -hmm. and then trying to kind of curb that a little bit right. and, and then saying, all right, get pre-approved, see what you're comfortable with. Right. You guys show them the houses. Um, now you make that offer. Now, do you feel like escalation clauses? And, and for people who don't understand what escalation clauses, basically, um, and I'll kind of give the you know the bridge version of this, but you're, you're writing up an offer for say, um, say somebody again five hundred thousand dollars, and you know there's multiple offers. You, you may say, hey, I'm going to offer five hundred and ten thousand, but I'll go a couple grand over the next highest offer up to five hundred and twenty-five thousand. So what that's allowing you to do is. You know, if another offer comes in above, it, it kind of can bump you to that if the seller accepts that. Mm -hmm. But um, it also protects you, I think, too, from other escalation clauses. Yeah. Um, well, I guess it also makes you have a little bit of peace of mind that you're not overpaying. Exactly. That's the, that's one of the biggest. That's the biggest. People are like always worried the they're overpaying. Clause, so yeah. if you're willing to pay five twenty, but I'm willing to pay five twenty one. Right. I don't want to lose it for a thousand dollars, but I also didn't want to pay five twenty five. You can incrementally right. bump it up, knowing that yeah, you're not just throwing some wild number. It's not out there that done you know. in every scenario, but I think well, in a lot of scenarios now it is. But um, when you know there's going to be multiple offers, and and you are a clean buyer, you have nothing to sell. Mm -hmm. Like if you're in a multiple offer situation and you have a property to sell and, and things like that, I don't want to say it's hopeless, <laughs> but it's 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 hard. It's, tough. it's yeah. hard. It's hard. No, it really is. I mean, yeah. it's again, it's just it's it's making the cleanest offer possible. Um, you know, cleanest when we terms. when we put an offer in, we make sure we have all the paperwork there. We have everything typed up, like you know, ready to go. If the if the if the buyer wants to do a personal letter to the seller, whatever it sure. might be. It's, package it all together at once yeah. and and I think it, it gives some confidence to the seller's agent as well that first of all you guys you're representing uh, you know you're you're representing yourself as you're a good doing agent, your job right. but also they're on top of it too in this type of market it's not just the price anymore it's all the little details the that go along with it yeah and I mean I look at that because we, we get a you know obviously I deal with a lot a lot of sellers mm -hmm. so when I'm looking at multiple offers I'm, I'm taking all that in consideration it's not always the highest offer we're accepting mm -hmm. right, right. It's all those terms. The other thing is, too, a lot of times sellers will think, well, it's the first weekend and I got 10 offers and my house is listed for, you know, like you said, 500. Well, how come I can't get 550? Somebody can offer to pay you a million dollars for your $500,000 house. If the bank doesn't say it's worth it, right. that was just a wish and a dream. We're looking at those comps, too. you got to pay attention to all yeah. those things. So there's a lot of factors. Yes, we always want to get the highest and best number for everybody, but... There's still demands. some reality. Here. Plus, create demand. If, if people demands. if people sense it's overpriced in the beginning, it will sit, and then it becomes stale, and you and lose that the momentum. Wrong with yeah, it. You, yeah, you're better off just pricing right right out of the gate, and right, you get yeah. So, a couple of tips for sellers, um, you know, in terms of getting the house ready. I mean, certainly decluttering is a big thing. Sure. Anything, any mm -hmm. kind of tips that you guys also give or you like to give? I think the majority of my sellers, I do try to refer them over to our stager, who's awesome. Yeah. Um, I think she has an eye that I don't have, that the seller doesn't have. Mm -hmm. um, if I were to sell my house tomorrow, I would hire a stager. Even though I know how houses are supposed to look, I still need someone to come in and say, Lisa, uh, your couch shouldn't be like that. And take your kids' pictures off the wall and remove the magnets right. and everything yeah. else. And, and sometimes you need to hear it in a nice way. It doesn't um, make you the bad guy either. It doesn't make you the bad guy. Um, that is the biggest thing. Um, I think it, de yeah. depersonalization, depersonalization is, is a big huge. thing. Like A house is a very personal thing, but when you have prospective buyers walking through, you want them to kind of be able to envision themselves living there and not sure. necessarily the family that's currently there. So. I'll right. never forget someone gave me the um, analogy of if you were going to go trading your car today, 
Yeah. You would get rid of the Dunkin' Donuts, you know, straws, the water bottles, the gum wrappers, the yeah. every before you bring it to the dealership for them to give you the best number. Like right. that's right. what you should be doing at your house mm -hmm. too. No, and I so. that's actually really good. I've never used that, but I think you I can will. steal it now. <laughs> Everybody heard me say it first. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I agree. You know, you get I you know small things. You don't want to do a full renovation to sell your house because right. you're not going to stay on money back. Yeah. No. But you, but I mean, right. unless it's like. Deplorable, right? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, you, you, like you need a bathroom is. floor. Yeah, yeah. But that's I think what we're there for for the right. sellers too is to say, all right, well, what's the max? How do you maximize these dolls? Does it make sense to renovate, or does it make sense sure. to just sell it this way because as you're is because gonna... you're just done. Right, and you know, so I think as again as realtors, that's what we do. We we talk to people, we come up with some game plans for them, and just you know, they can take it however they want. But you're right, giving the right tools with the stager, with you know, someone to help them declutter, with someone to help them paint. Mm -hmm. um, curb appeal is a big thing too. Huge. Having good vendors in your back pocket, just being able to refer to the right, uh, you know, home service providers that can help you get your house ready. Right. Painters, uh, carpet guys, cleaners, things like that. It's a concierge service. Yeah, and I, and I think um, I think that's part of it too. I think that's what gives us value. I mean, this age of internet where people could see everything and do everything online. Um, the value is is how can you kind of hold someone's hand and give them the best experience and also help them get maximize their dollars. So mm -hmm. making sure that you're aligning yourself with people that are going to give them the best experience too. Right. So um, what I think we should do too is, um, and I do want to cut to another commercial because we're going to do a, a thing with Seamus in a little because Seamus is about to be soon to be dad, but that's right. um, we do got to talk about that, and that's going to change your whole like world. Yeah, you're not oh, going to yeah. be able to. You're going to be. You, you'll be up all night, you know, with a baby, and then trying to sell a house in the morning. I think you're so. tired after a Vasa party. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see you guys in a second. We're going to do a quick commercial break. Growing Years Learning Center is located at 423 Howe Street in Methuen. We are conveniently situated between Route 213 and Route 97 in Haverhill. Celebrating 40 years, Growing Years accepts children ages 15 months through age 6. We are open from 6.30 in the morning to 5.30 and offer full and part-time openings. Growing Years is fully licensed through the Department of Early Childhood and Care, and all staff is teacher qualified. Registration is open for the summer and fall. Call today for a tour, 978-685-0975. Growing Years, a place where children can grow, love, and learn. Call us at 978-685-0975. Liberty Law and Title LLC, with offices located in historic downtown Newburyport and Boston's financial district. Liberty Law is one of the region's first truly concierge real estate law firms, closing commercial and residential real estate deals from New Hampshire to Nantucket. Liberty Law brings more than 20 years of coastal, historic, and strategic real estate expertise to every client, every deal, every time. For valuable information, strategic tools, and useful videos, visit Liberty Law today at LibertyLawMA.com. That's LibertyLawMA.com. All right, we are back. Second commercial break. And by the way, <laughs> if you guys are listening and you want to be a sponsor, let us know because we can give a little more variety to the, our, our commercial breaks. <laughs> Not that Liberty Law isn't amazing because they are. They are also people yes. who keep in our back pocket amazing attorneys. Mm -hmm. They are. Liberty Law is actually our, our featured sponsor. So this show is brought to you by Liberty Law, actually. And, um, you know, you, Charlie, Charlie and Rob. Rob, they do a great job. Awesome and um, people. Thanks, guys. And, um, again, um, 
Yeah. Walking Newbury Report every day, I finally walked by Liberty Law and I said, hey, I know those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're above Abe's right above Bagels. bagels. Yeah. Their office smells amazing. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and Abe's Bagels, if you want to add. It's bad. They are smell. I'm from New Jersey, and I think they have good bagels. So. Oh, good. All right. So it's Seamus approved. endorsement, yeah. Jersey boy approved. Yeah. I love it. So, um, like I was saying, right before, you know, we, we went to commercial and we got, a, you know, like six or seven minutes left on this. Um, you know, I wanted to just make the last segment of the shows that we do is kind of more fun. And... Um, this week, I thought, you know, we're parents, Seamus isn't, and, uh, you know, I didn't know <laughs> yeah. if we had some tips for him, and, you know, if Lou wants to throw a tip in, too, or whatever, whatever we have, but yeah, she, so what, what can we tell Seamus to be ready for? For those of you that don't know, I'm having a baby almost any minute now, so yes. the due date is... He's uh, got his phone right next to him, yeah. like, waiting for the call. Pretty two, sure water's breaking, like, now. Two weeks from <laughs> yesterday, so I guess technically it could be any day Any now. second. Yeah. 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 Oh my God! So you excited? I am excited. We have yeah. names. I mean, I know you probably don't want to share, but you know what? Actually, um, we have a couple, um, but nothing really set in stone yet. So we're keeping it a surprise. We don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Yep. We're uh, we're gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> so very excited about that. So it's kind of hard for me to pin down a name, and, you know, without knowing which direction I'm going first. But Every, everything Seamus got was like organically made. The wood, like all wood made out of wood. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, we love that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, so all right, lay it on me. What do you got? All right, New, uh, newborn. Lisa's probably got expect? way more opinions than me. I have. Well, I don't want to say I have more opinions. Um, well, Vinny has two girls. I, I have two boys, so you're getting a good balance. Okay. Fair and balanced, as they say on. Blue, do you have kids? Yeah, two. Two. Boy and a girl. Oh, all right. Oh, so look, totally look balanced. at this. You got the right this. group here, then. I love this. <laughs> um, I have twins, so my experience was completely different. Um, I would just say get very comfortable with bodily fluids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boogers. Good and advice. Poop are going to be like a yeah. talking point of okay. every other conversation. You're going to be concerned about color, texture, quantity, and amount of everything coming out of everywhere. Um, just go it, with it's it. It's pretty easy though in the beginning. I mean, you're, you're yeah. sleeping, you're sleeping gonna, all day. You're yeah. Gonna, like it's, it's, says the man. <laughs> it's pretty easy That's in the right. beginning. She's not. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. you'll lose some sleep, but yeah. but it's not like they're not. I mean, they're not running all over the house yet. So right. like you know, you can yeah. kind of gradually get to that point, and then you have to like baby proof. You know, everything. everything. So yeah. for, first week, first month, first year. What what to expect? First week, you're just going to be nervous because you're like, I'm gonna, am I going to break you? You don't know what to do. Oh, yeah. Is the baby breathing? Right. Is the baby spitting? Like, what's going on here? Who are you? You're an alien. Like, <laughs> how did I even make this? Like, it's just such a life, huge life change. And and Allie's going to be going through just all her stuff, too. You know, so just be nice. Yeah. You know? I mean, you're a nice guy, but just yeah, be nice. <laughs> um, make dinner. Yeah, you know, just be hey, nice, I can do that. Just be a chef. You'll yeah, you be a chef. There's that. <laughs> you'll be an expert by the first month. So yeah. that's the difference. Yeah, first yeah, week, right. you're like, first this week. thing is mine, and what's it look like? Yeah, you're like, right. how do I hold it, and how, what do I do with it? Um, then you first have, like, month, B you're B like, Bjorn's on, and you'll be, like, yeah. jogging through the trail. So you'll <laughs> be good. First month, you're, like, holding the baby in the shower while you're taking a shower, drinking a beer, because that's, like, your only time that you can take a shower and, like, <laughs> drink a beer. Have a beer. Have a beer. Um, I would just say, I mean, it's amazing. No one's really giving is. the never wake a sleeping baby advice? <laughs> yes, Never wake there you a go. sleeping That's baby key. advice. All right. that, never yeah. wake a sleeping baby. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. You'll probably find yourself staring at it a lot while it's sleeping. Yeah. Because Probably just in shock and awe that, like, well, this thing is part yeah. me. Yeah. I'll give you two pieces of advice, and they're fairly philosophical. Okay. One of which is this whole thing is designed for you to learn as you go. In other mm -hmm. words, the first time you're... Uh, parenting a six-month-old mm -hmm. is the first time you're doing it, right. and it's mm -hmm. all designed that way. So it's okay that you don't know. Okay, you right. figure it out as you go. The second thing, the first thing I learned as a parent, don't mourn stages. 
In other words, you're, you're going to have an infant, and as soon as she starts, he or she starts moving around, you're going to mourn holding her because she's going to be all over the place. <laughs> right. Yeah. But don't mourn the stage because the next stage always brings something awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I like that. Enjoy little. the yeah. phase. Cherish it. Yeah. Enjoy the phase, I, but let it go because well, the next phase. Well, I think phase. about, too, like my two, you could have talked me off a ledge, honest to God. It was, it was a lot. But yeah. I, now I have two teenagers, and... I would give anything for sticky fingers and boogies (laughs) and, like, not even two minutes to go to the bathroom because now it's just like, can I have 20 bucks and I need a ride and I know more than you? Like, I would give anything for that. (laughs) So just, like, enjoy every moment like Lucy. Yeah, but even so, Lisa, they they still live under your roof, which is nice. One day they won't, so you cherish that. Mm -hmm. I'm never living. Yeah, so you just (laughs) watch Game of Thrones together with your teenagers (laughs) and then you you have a whole new bonding experience. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Or my daughter and I now sharing Baileys, you know, a glass of Baileys every now and again. (laughs) So it just isn't something new in every stage and something really good yeah a lot to look forward to yeah yeah Seamus you'll be fine and you know the, the great thing is is that you like to do a lot of things mm. and you, you know you're kidding about what you yeah yeah I feel like I got a lot to share you know a lot to teach this kid teach so how to, like, hopefully they appreciate it make you know food and cabinets yeah like it's awesome yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what more do you need and the Ski, mom protects the, the child kitchen, the father it. stretches the child uh-huh. the father's the guy saying hey try that let's do this okay let's try that uh-huh. and the mom protects him like Your it. idea yeah. is to pull them along a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, Seamus, you delivering local? Or are you doing? Uh, you still doing the water birth? Or what are you guys doing? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> we we wanted to do the water birth. You did. No, that was yeah, okay. yeah, we did. <laughs> um, we decided against it for the first one. Yeah, we're going to be local and Anna yeah. Jakes in uh, <laughs> yeah. Newburyport. Yeah. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. So you'll be at least local if something happens. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's well. That's awesome, man. It's gonna be fun. Yes. We we can't wait to meet uh, the future um, baby quirk. Baby quirk. Thank you. I'm and, excited uh, to. to for them to meet you all. Cool. Well, listen. So I, I'm I'm happy. I think the first first one went okay. I think we survived. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. We'll be here every Thursday. Um, like I said, Seamus and Lisa will be in on some other shows. We're going to try to bring in some really cool guest co-hosts. Maybe even the baby comes. Different topics. Yeah. Hey. Well, maybe we'll introduce the baby. You know. <laughs> and um, but uh, got thanks, a lot to say. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Thank we really you. appreciate Cheers. it. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Bye.